Welcome to Ag Credit Set It, the podcast for farm newbies and seasoned professionals alike. In each episode, our hosts sit down with experts from across the agriculture industry to bring you insights, advice, and must-have information on all things rural living, from farming to finances and everything in between. So let's get to it. Welcome back to Ag Credit Set It. Today, we'll be talking about building relationships with your lender and why it is so important to the overall success of your operation. I'm Brenna Finnegan, and I'm here with Phil, Matt, and Libby, and we're going to share our best tips. So let's go ahead and jump right in, guys. So pretty much when you're a new borrower, it can be really intimidating to communicate with your financial lender or even approach one in the first place. But it's just as important to talk with us just as much as it is to talk with your agronomist or your seed dealer or your equipment rep or whichever aspect you want to talk about. It's just as critical to build a strong relationship with us. And we have experienced account officers here to discuss what you need to do. Any one of you guys do go ahead and jump in. And for someone just getting started, how should a new borrower find and choose a lender? I'd say yeah, my biggest tip is just ask around. Um, I'd say a lot of the uh, your, your fellow farmers, your neighbors, I get a lot of referrals from my current customers. Um, and I guess that's that's a huge compliment to me. But um, at the same time, you know, they've done business with me. They know how I operate. They know how I credit is structured. And so I get a lot of a lot of new borrowers that that uh, say, hey, I talked to to Joe Smith down the road. He had a great experience with you. He kind of shared how the process went. They're comfortable talking with their neighbor because they know him. They don't, they're not starting with me. They're starting with a familiar face. Um, so just asking around, seeing seeing who you know other farmers have experience with, and and uh, I know I know ag credit comes up a lot when that happens. You know, I, I think it's one of those you, you look at to you know do your homework. There's so many different choices out there today in lending. That if you truly want an agricultural lender from start to finish, I think that's when you look at uh, ag credit and the farm credit system. If you're looking for more just a commercial type lender for other stuff, you know, there's there's other options out there. But, you know, uh, same way you said, Phil, do your homework, really look to what's going to fit you the best in your operation and what you want to look to grow into. Maybe not the snapshot of right now, but where you're looking to have your operation at in the next couple of years and what you're really wanting to turn into. Libby, do you find it to be more like almost like a family tradition in some cases? Yeah, I do. Um, we work with we've worked within our office. We've worked with like four generations. My previous boss did, and it seems like there's a lot of people that come down from you know grandpa, father, son. Will work with the same person. But with that being said, too, you want to make sure that for you being, if you're young and beginning farmer, that the lender that dad and grandpa use still fits you as well. And it could be a personality difference. It could be a company different. Um, you know, the farm credit system, you know, there's, we have options, but you know, you can work with the bank or the farm credit system, but what, again, what works best for you as a young and beginning farmer, um, because operations are going to be different. You know, you're not farming like grandpa did. I'm assuming you're not farming like when your your dad or mother or whatever um, first started farming as well. As a young beginning farmer too, you're going to want, there's a lot of changes that have come down the pipe. And, but we, I mean, the farm credit system has been out there for, for years and generations and um, we're here to stay too. 
And I think that's one of the things, like you said, Libby, too, with, uh, you know, multi-generational lending, basically. You know, I've had many instances where I've had members that have come in, really haven't done anything with us since the 80s. So it's just, it's really neat to see that the relationships that we built back then, even before any of us were even account officers, that's that's carrying on to today. And I think that says a lot for our association on, you know, how we build that relationship with that member for the for the long term. The one thing that I kind of think of is I do think of that family tradition because I, for myself, am a borrower of ag credit. So, and it was just something that that's where we went to. And we knew who we needed to talk to, when we needed to talk to them. And that door was kind of slightly already open for a new borrower that's, you know, diving into agriculture from the get-go, it is a little bit more difficult and probably really intimidating. But I think opening, having these kind of conversations kind of helped to open up those doors and allow people to come on in and see, you know, who we really are as a lender and what we can offer them and how, you know, the advice that we can give along the way. Well, that's what the neat thing is, Brenna, is a lot of us at our account officers, we are also farmers as well. And so, and our families have been farmers. So that's another piece to the puzzle of when you're looking for a lender, you know, can they share the same insight and have the same feelings and emotions that you do, you know, when the green market is down or when things, you know, like 2019, when nobody barely got any crop in, you know, your lender sitting there and is in the same position as you, you know, we can share experiences as well. We all have those late nights out there, you know, just like me last night putting hay away. So I think, I think it's one of those, you know, you look at our taglines where we are ag and that it is a tag, but it's truly we are ag from every aspect of most of our lives from, I mean, we are farmers, we are members, we are employees. So, I mean, we know what our borrowers are going through. And I, I, I like you guys, I think that just really opens up to we're not a commercial lender that's sitting across the desk in a suit and tie, you know, just looking at a financial statement. We're we're looking at projections. We're looking to grow with you, you know, really look towards the future. I mean, being the big supporter, we, I mean, we want to see people succeed. We have a passion for this industry. The insight that we can all provide, I mean, we learn from our borrowers just as much as, you know, they learn from us. And I mean, there's aspects that, you know, I didn't, I didn't deal with, say, the dairy industry. I got me. I had no clue what really all went into that. I mean, I have a con, obviously an idea of what goes into it, but I think learning from them, you know, what their needs are and stuff and, you know, having that open door to, have those discussions and like, hey, tell me about this because I have no idea. And, you know, I think having those conversations helps break down that that wall big time. Yeah, I think there's there's different types of borrowers. There's kind of a, you know, somebody that just wants a, you know, a transactional lender. Someone's just going to basically, you know, pass the paper across the table and just wants, you know, wants the money and wants to be done with it. Um, I don't think I have too many of those. And, and I would not probably recommend 
finding a lender that's like that, that doesn't really dig deep into your operation or doesn't ask questions and kind of understand who you are. I mean, uh, we're very much a relationship lender. So when I see you and talk to you, I'm odds are I'm going to know, you know, exactly what's going on with your operation, know how, you know, um, know, know how things are going and, and kind of pick things up where we, we last were, we're talking. But yeah, it's more than just more than just throwing papers across the table and handing out money. Finding the fit for you. Yep. So like I said before, your lender is going to be your biggest supporter in times of success. Obviously, we want to see everybody succeed. But, you know, like Libby mentioned, 2019, not many people got into the fields, at least here in Ohio anyways. (laughs) But those are times of, of need and the conversations should really happen about what's going on, what we, what you need to do. I mean, a lot of people worried about the, what kind of income there was going to be. And, you know, they know that payments are coming up. And, you know, that conversation, I'll admit I had a couple people that just kind of tried to dodge me because, you know, they didn't, they weren't sure what they were going to do. But if they had come to me in the first place, we could have, I mean, and we still did. We, I mean, clearly fixed the situation or whatever it was. Maybe it was shifting you know, the loan structure around or whatever. But, you know, during those times of need, I mean, we're in a very unpredictable business. So during those times, I think it's really important to have that relationship and be able to like, hey, I got a problem. <laughs> Can you help me fix this? Yeah, and I, I think that, you know, part of that starts right off communication. I mean, from day one, whether you're a new uh, borrower or, you you know, you're a seasoned member. Communication, and, and it always seems like it goes, we always have great communication in very good times in agriculture. We want to continue that great communication in the distressed times of agriculture, because that's truly, and we talk about relationship lending, that's the time that we really need to have the great communication. And like Brenna said, finding those ways to do we need to restructure something? Look at extending something out. Change a change a payment date. And I think that's one thing that really sets us apart from our competition is we have so many tools to our advantage that we can really help that member to fit. You know, we can, we can change something to make it fit that operation the best. And, and there again, it's for that long-term continued success that we're looking at. Well, I think a lot of people, when they sign those pay, those loan documents, not knowing what we do fully, I think they think everything's set in stone. I mean, this is what it is. You're stuck to this payment. There's no, oh no, (laughs) there's no changes that could happen. But I think knowing and having that communication and having that open door, I kind of want to say policy, but yeah, that, you know, we have that opportunity to change things if we needed to. And the flexibility in that allows, you know, for all that to happen, I think. And I think it's also going along with like, what, what can the borrower do in those times is just have, just have open and honest conversations with us. Just be open and honest. I mean, that's one of the things that you can start off right away. And the, when we talk about the communication piece of it is just be very open. You know, if we need certain financials and things like that, especially in good times and bad times, be willing to give that information. And, you know, if you bought a $70,000 truck and you probably shouldn't have bought it, well, we'll, we'll figure it out, you know, and we just, we need to know that piece of information 
in the beginning, and I think if you're looking for a loan officer and we're talking about new new people coming in, that that's a piece that you need to find with that fit is can I have open, honest conversation with this person? Can they guide me through um, the issues that I'm having? Talking to you guys sitting here as account officers, I know I've had surprises pop up. What about you guys? <laughs> I know mm-hmm. it's yeah. kind of oh, like, yeah. uh, yeah. let me get back to you <laughs> kind of moment. So what about you guys? Yeah, the story that I'll, I'll share is, well, actually, it was my first year I, I was at, at Credit. The branch manager that was that I had, had replaced as an account officer, he officially retired. I had two customers come in and sat down at my desk and looked at me and said, Libby, we can't make our payments this year. And as a new loan officer, I'm thinking... Okay, how are we how are we gonna do this? What are we gonna do? And the and I will tell you to this day, seven years later, those are some of the strongest and best customers that I have in the relationship that we built through that tough time because we had the open conversation and just worked side by side together, not across the desk, um, but side by side was one of the best things that we could do. But talk about a surprise being a young account officer. I, <laughs> I that that one scared me, but it was one of the best experiences that I could have. Um, and I think for the customers as well. Yeah, we kind of we kind of talked about 2019 and, and weather events happening and, and stuff like that. And there's there's lots of things that could happen to a person, whether it's weather events or personal stuff happen. You know, divorce happens, and so that's usually a, a you know a tumultuous time for a, for any farmer. And so a lot of stuff happens, and you know you're you're scared for your family, but you're also scared for your operation. And so I've had that before too, where I had an individual who was getting divorced, and so um, just had to come down, and sit with me, and. and kind of explain the process and, and just kind of walk them through it. And just, just that understanding that this is going to be a process. It's not going to get fixed overnight, whether that's emotionally you and your family or just your operation and just trying to figure things out on the back end. Uh, and so, yeah, that, that kind of stuff. And I probably have one of the best relationships with that person just because we've had some really good, deep, honest conversations about them and their future and how they want to see things and, and just their nervousness. And, and so that, that's probably one of the, the better relationships I have is, is with that person. I I think you look at that, too, where in our industry, yes, it's all business, but what we're doing, everything we're doing, it's for a livelihood, and it's for, you know, to continue into that next generation. I think that's where, you know, the the steps we can make early on and the guidance we can give, it's like you guys talked – we work the problems and continue that relationship and, you know, ideas set in place that it, it down the long run, it makes it a very strong operation. And they remember that. The next generation is going to remember that. And, you know, then there's your next generation of borrower too, and we continue that relationship. Okay, so we've talked a lot about really current members and the relationships that we have built with them. But what about new borrowers what should they have ready and waiting i guess <laughs> for us to to get started on something for them i know a lot of people come in and they're i mean i've had a new member sit there and they're super nervous they don't know what to say they don't like i don't know how to answer that question um you know they they kind of get like that a little bit but what do you guys think are some some things that people need to come prepared with i mean obviously questions is one so I, I guess when I look at it, let's just use an example. Uh, we have a brand new uh, beginning farmer coming into the office. Um, you talk to him on the phone, first initial probably uh, communication. Say, you know, if you come in, 
kind of give us some financial information, write down a balance sheet, and half of them, if they've never uh, done any lending type before and beginning farm, they'll say, well, what do I put on the balance sheet? So, you know, at that point, I'll tell them, say, well, you know, just mark down some of your general financial information, bring in your last three years tax returns, and let's sit down. And when they come in, you, you know, we'll fill out the loan application, get the personal information. Then we'll go down through and sit and fill out that balance sheet. And it's, it's as an account officer, the balance sheet is pretty cut and dry. It, you know, we can, we can read in our sleep, basically. For the borrower side, you know, it's, it's, confusing. it's, it's confusing. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's foreign material to them. And so, you know, we'll sit down a lot of times, just do the balance sheet right there at the branch. And, um, the last three years tax returns, a lot of time what we require for that is just so we can get that financial history. It helps us, you know, start our analysis. And then through that conversation, we'll talk about what we're looking to do and then what we're going to be doing. Helps us do some different projections. And we work with that member and really kind of put together a plan um, to, you know, what we're looking to do with this loan request going forward. And one of the things I don't, I don't mind hearing when I'm doing a balance sheet with somebody is the phrase, I don't know. Um, I'd, I'd rather you tell me that you don't know that number exactly off the top of your head versus just kind of winging it and making it up. You know, we can always circle back and, and get that number later, whether it's, you know, I don't know my, I don't have a full listing of my equipment or, you know, um, I don't know the exact value of X, Y, or Z, you know, say, ah, you know, I'm not, I don't know that answer. And, and, and you don't have to at that time, you know, we can, we can come back to it and meet again about it um, versus, yeah, coming up with a number that's not even near close what you actually have. So I'd say, yeah, just coming in and, and knowing that it may take one or two meetings to to kind of solidify exactly what you need, what your goals are, and, and to kind of have a plan in place. I think, and it goes off, it's, we're an open door. It's not a one or done meeting and you have to have everything all at once. You know, it, we're, we're going to have questions as we go along the way for you. But again, I mean, Matt had, you know, the basics up front. Again, I just think you need to be willing to give us that information. And if there's some questions that we, you know, in that initial meeting that we, you know, we asked you and you don't know, again, it's okay. Just just get back with us and we'll work through it. A lot of guys don't know how to put a projection together. Well, again, we're all relationship lenders. We will work with you. We will work through the process with you. Just have an idea in your head, have the goals in your mind. Um, you know, there's some guys that come in that are brand new beginning farmers. You know, when we say business plan, it's not a big, big, huge thing. Business plan can be simply wrote on a napkin and just saying, these are my goals. This is what I want to do. And that will evolve over time as we, like you guys had said, after we have those conversations. So I guess when a lender says, bring a business plan or create it, seriously. It's, it's on a, like if it's bringing on a, your idea to, to us. Yes. What do you want to ultimately do? And just have it, have out, have it thought through what you're wanting to do. I mean, that's, I guess that's my struggle sometimes when I have beginning farmers come to me they, or if they're doing a new business venture, it's like they haven't thought through the process, which is completely, which is fine. But when I start asking questions and you really don't ha grasp what you're trying to do, that just makes it diffi more difficult for us. So just have a, an idea of what you're wanting to do or, you know, and sometimes if you're, if you're looking to buy a tractor, well, okay, we understand why you need to buy a tractor, but if you're doing a hog barn or if you're putting up a cattle barn or something like that, okay, go, you know, and this is a new venture for your, for your family, 
we need a little bit more background of what's what you guys are looking at. I, I know I get a lot of hesitation in maybe an initial meeting or, or uh, just privacy. They're just worried about giving that information to us. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, oh, but yeah. um, you, know, you ask a question that's kind of deer in the headlights because they really don't want to tell me that number or tell me that information. Uh, and so just understand that like everything we talk about is completely private. I, we don't go talk about it with anybody else. You know, everything stays in house. Uh, and just knowing that up front that you can share information, we're not going to go spread it to everybody. You know, that's not that's not what we do, you know. And um, and so everything is, is, is super private. And, and odds are we work with so many people, we're not going to remember it anyways, you know. Um, <laughs> that is so, so. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those things, too, that if you don't want to share that information in our office, most lenders are willing to go to the farm. Most lenders are willing to have that have that conversation at your farm in private where it's just us there. So oh, I was going to say that. There's some comfort level being at your own place. And like a commercial lender of some sort, like Matt said, they're sitting there with a suit and tie on and it's intimidating. But, I mean, we'll come out to the farm. I dress in my boots and jeans and I'll be out there. If we have to stand. help them unload hay when you're done. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, right. really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's been a lot of times. I mean, we'll sit down right at the kitchen table at a at a, at a member's house and just go. And I I think that's there again what sets us apart and having that flexibility. If we need to get dock signed, we'll come out the field. We'll ride in the combine. You know, we'll get stuff done. You know, we'll work to your convenience. Don't feel that you ever have to, you know, be at the mercy of your lender. I guess. We, we love to travel. We love, I mean, come on, who doesn't like to get out of the office? We love to come out and see your farm because we want to be that business partner for you guys. It's all about being able to, you know, get the job done. I mean, we have a time frame that we need to work things into for people. And sometimes it's got to happen right away. And that's when I think a lot of communication needs to happen because, you know, we need to get the full details of everything before we can really dive into what we have to do. So, um, but then there's times that, you know, there's going to be situations where it takes a little bit. Okay. You're buying land. Okay. We got all your information. We got everything in. Now we order the appraisal and we order title work and we sit and wait <laughs> and we wait. I mean, I don't mind the conversations of co people calling and saying, Hey, how's this thing going? Or, you know, where are we at? And I'm like, well, we're, we're still sitting here waiting for other people to get stuff done, but I'm ready whenever they are. So. Well, I think it brings it to, you know, we want to be as big of a part on your operation as from your, like we said before, from your seed dealer to your to your hired man to, uh, you know, your equipment salesman. We want to be that resource that's there ready and waiting for you on the whole decision process. How can somebody get the best, the most, I should say, actually out of the communication I, I personally want to see somebody that's wanting to take notes as to, okay, this is what else I need. And they are engaged in, you know, writing it down like, okay, building my checklist of what I need to follow up on as a borrower because we're making our checklists along the way. So, I mean, what do you guys like to see happen? For me, I think it's kind of a, I want to say a case by case. You can kind of tell how... Uh, certain people are going to want to give you the information, I guess, and how the communication is going to flow. I have, you know, you know, quite a few members that it's nothing to get a text at, you know, 1030 at night after they got done combine saying, hey, here's a picture of the yield monitor. This is, you know, what, uh, you know, this farm. 
is doing uh, versus, you know, you have more of it's a phone call and they want to set up an appointment to come. So I, I think it's there's such a broad range on what you can look at that as. I, I do feel with technology and agriculture right now and just our communications, it does seem like it's more of a 24-7 communication if you want to put that. I mean, you know, we may have hours posted our office 8 to 4.30. We're truly a 24-7 lender. I mean, you never hesitate to call us anytime with any question, concern, just to check in. You know, we, we like to do the same. Agreed. So I've made, I've gotten phone calls at, like you said, 10, 11 o'clock at night and they're wrapping things up or they're still going. <laughs> so um, I think having that relationship and I mean, some of my borrowers now are actually really good friends of mine. So, I mean, I don't know about you guys as far as how, how that works for you. I mean, I have a younger one that he'll call me anytime anything financial comes up. Hey, I got this check. What do you think I should do with it? And it's like, well, it's it's your choice what you want to do with it. But, you know, this will help you get further ahead here or there or whatever. So coming to the conclusion that communication is the number one thing we all want to hear and see happen. Obviously, we know that there's a mutual beneficial relationship. I mean, obviously, you know, there's something for us as well as you guys, but more importantly, I feel, in my opinion, it's for them, (laughs) rather than, you know, ag credit and, you know, our, I mean, we've got to keep it going, but that relationship has to happen. So I think another thing I'm trying to touch on real quick is understanding your loan agreement. And like I said before, I know we do have the flexibility of changing things when things come up, but understanding it in the first place, I think is really important too. Yeah, ask, ask those questions at closing, before closing. If you don't understand something, by all means, you know, ask us right away and we'll, you know, explain everything and answer any question that you'll. And I would say, too, if, whether you are a farm credit customer or a, a bank customer, know the papers that you're signing. Don't blindly si- sign papers that you don't know, especially in this. And I'm going to call out some of the farm wives I I get a pit in my stomach every time I have a farm wife come to me and go, I just want to sign the papers. I don't need to know what it's for. Well, honey, you're signing your name on these papers. Like I wouldn't blindly sign, you know, sign these papers because you, if something happens to your husband, you are liable for the debt that you're signing your name to. And that's a whole nother conversation for a different podcast. But, you know, you, 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 all parties need to know what they're signing their names to and all the terms and that everyone knows what's going on with the operation. A couple different times where a couple of people have come to me to, to refinance and we couldn't do it because of how their loan was structured. You know, they were locked in with a certain lender for a certain amount of time and, I don't think it was anything that the lender didn't disclose. I think it maybe was just they disclosed it and the borrower forgot about it and just didn't quite grasp what what that meant and what that would mean down the road if they wanted to do do a refinance or um, look at that. So that's a very fair point. You know, know what you're signing. You know, ask questions. They kind of get that deer in the headlight look a little bit on some like. Yeah. Oh wow! I don't remember remember yeah. that. You the know. terminology is funky sometimes, and 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 so it's not you know it's kind of legal can be legalese you know so um, ask those questions and and it's just us sitting in the room so you know learn something when you're when you're there so to go ahead and wrap everything up a little bit kind of going through the list of things that we've talked about obviously communication 
Matt mentioned taxes, having them available. Um, sometimes having that at your initial meeting is puts us that much further ahead. And I think knowing your game plan uh, as to what you want to do, what your ultimate goal is. Like Libby said, you don't have to have a binder of a business plan, but you can have an idea of what you want to do, how you want to go about doing it, and what is your ultimate end goal. I mean, everybody's there to make money. I'm sure that's really what the end goal is, but I think it's it's one of those things where just having that plan in place and you know, coming to us initially and having that already set in your mind, it does make our job a little bit easier in order for us to fully help you in your situation. So I guess that kind of wraps up our Q&A with all of our hosts. And we hope that you gained some great insight and advice into choosing the right lender for your needs, how you can be prepared and communicate best, and how to build a strong relationship with your lender. We'll chat some more next time. Thank you for listening to Ag Credit Set It. Want to talk ag in between episodes? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at AgCredit. For more tips and resources, visit agcredit.net. And be sure to subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Catch you next time.